All righty, folks. Welcome back to the Off Center Archers podcast. This is episode 117, and we're just going to make some shit official here right off the bat. Um, as everyone's noticed, Stephanie hasn't been on the podcast in a while because she is so damn busy <laughs> with her um, shooting skulls business than realistically just not shooting her bow as much anymore. So it's come down to where me and Doug are on the show all the time as the, uh, the norm. We're now just gonna, it's just gonna, the show is gonna consist of me and Doug. So it's gonna be constant, just two dudes, two dads, fucking bullshitting about archery and whatnot and whatever we feel like, kind of how everything was before. This is where we have two views. Yes, yes, yes. So you're gonna <laughs> hear about shit going on here in Carolina, stuff going on down there in, uh, in Florida, Florida. Dougie. And, uh, so, and that's the easy gist of it all. Of, you know, now the hosts of the show are just gonna be me and Doug from now on. We're gonna try and do at least a show every two weeks, get something out bullshit about maybe stuff we've changed on the bows and archery overall just in general yeah. so all right dougie where do you want to start off which topic we're gonna start well shit well we can start with our changes to our bows or we can talk about jack and sharon no let, let's start off with our our stuff first and then we'll go from all right so you want to go first what'd you what what's new on the uh the perform there Nothing's new. I've just been uh, re-fletching everything, um, putting a really extreme left helical on all the all my arrows. Right. Uh, which seemed to be helping a lot because now those freaking things just group together really tight. They fly straighter, longer. You know, I'm getting sixty better groups at sixty with the 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 helical than I thought. You know, was possible. Right. Right. You know. So I got I, I fletched up the beat around arrows, which I'll use for practice and everything else. And I still have another dozen to fletch up for tournament. So that way they're not getting beat up on a daily when practicing. Well, that's always good to have a backup set. I mean, yeah, especially for when you, you well, you do a lot more of the, the serious 3D shooting than I do. I've, I've basically gotten myself to the point where I realize, you know, yeah, I can shoot the perform and a, a supra and all that stuff like that but i'm just much better with hunting bows and stuff so i no longer have any of that stuff i don't have this the um i sold this perform oh, i traded the perform a while ago and then i had the focus and then i that's when i screwed my back up so but now even the focus is gone I, I have none of that shit anymore so i'm pretty much just sticking with my evl 32 on my side um my bows changed significantly in comparison to yeah you second. did more changes than i did so yeah so basically yeah. what i did was is since i already had the hamski trinity set up before i went on hamski's website and thankfully the guys at hamski have retro or conversion kits whichever way you want to word it to change pretty much everything they have so i was able to change my trinity target rest into the trinity hunter rest by buying the conversion kit for that I just ordered the dampener conversion kit since I'm late to the fucking party on that. Yeah, the thing's awesome. Yeah, so I have that coming. It's really out. those stupid springs that are like uh, they're gonna break during a fucking shoot, and right, you know that's one thing as a hunter you don't want to have on your bow because you'd be out there and get caught on the wrong thing and. Dink. Oh, exactly. <laughs> well, see, I've been fortunate so far. I mean, ever since I've had the Trinity now for a year, nothing on it is broke. I'm still on the original spring. All of that's original. Yeah. That's now on the bow, and which actually made a world of a difference, is, is shockingly enough. Like before, you know, I was always one to push the, you know, do what you can on a budget, stuff like that. And mm -hmm. I wish this video is recording, so I'm actually holding it in my hand. Um, the trophy taker? I have, no, this is not the trophy taker. This is the trophy ridge. I think it's called the yeah. Sync MD. This is the one with the micro adjust on it. And yeah. that's what was on the EVL32. And I was randomly getting just like this arrows that weren't going where I was aiming. And I was like, okay, you know, maybe I'm just holding wrong. I know my left shoulder is kind of, well, my left shoulder right now is significantly stronger than it was. You know, I, but I, anyway, you know, I know I had my problems with my shoulders and everything like that. No, it was the arrow rest completely. Because now that I put the Trinity on there and everything's good and I went to Saluda River just to have everything checked and have it. Yeah you know, re-leveled and everything like that. And Tyler helped me out there that day. And I think he got the arrow rest on and it took like three arrows and it was fucking bullet holing. I'm like, all right, cool, good, we're good. Cool. You know, and I know 
the way they hold the bow compared to the way I hold the bow is different, whatever. And I told him, I was like, that wherever, if, it, if you set the arrow rest up on the center where it's supposed to be, the 13 sixteenths or whatever the fuck it is, I know I have to go one thirty second to the right because of the way I've broken my left hand before. Because my hand just, it happens to push the bow in that particular direction where I'm a little bit thumb heavy. So I have to go in a tad bit to the right. And it's been like that on every bow I've owned. So I know it's going to happen. And sure as shit. He shot it, bullet hole with me. I had a slight tear. I was like, watch this. You know, broke Yoke. the wrench loose. You know, one, two little tweaks to the right. Boom, bullet hole for me. Cool. Nice. So, you know, now that's already done. So now I have the Trinity converted over to a Hunter on the bow. I also changed my stabilizer setup because I've, I mean, people have probably heard like, God, it's got to be like 60, 70 episodes ago where I was like, the fucking cool thing, this Quivalizer thing. And for the longest time, it like popped out of my head. And then I seen somebody selling one on uh, one of the Facebook pages. And I'm like, all right, you know, cool. Everyone always wants a ton of money. When I've seen them before, they were like, all right, you know, they, they retail for 220 People are still trying to sell them for like $190, $200, 175 This dude posted it up for like 100 bucks, And I'm like, okay, cool. I'm going to buy it off him right away. You know, make sure this is serious. So I buy the Quivalizer off him. Yeah, how's that working out for you? Is it, how's it feel in the hand over just having normal stabs and shit? It's very, very different. Like, I, I'm, I'm so used to doing, having to go in between my 12-inch wick stick, my 15-inch, depending on which bow I'm shooting, depending on how it is that day, depending on which arrows I'm shooting. And with this thing, I have five 300-spine carnivores in it, 125 mm -hmm. grain heads, Standard inserts, which I think their standard inserts is, give or take, I think it's 14 grains. And I have a 50 grain insert behind that. So I, I'm, yeah. I got a 194 or 190, no, 189 grains on the nose on these things. When you first start shooting it with five arrows in it, to me, it really does feel similar to, to probably having four or five ounces, on, well, probably more like five ounces of weights on the front. And then by the time I get okay. back down to the, where there's nothing in it after all five arrows are gone, mm -hmm. it feels like it, it's got three ounces on the nose. So, I mean, there's not, like, you don't feel like a huge difference in weight. Okay. What's the overall length, do you think? Oh, I don't know. It's probably 20 inches oh, long. It's got to be like, tw I think it's, well, it's got to be at least, what, 28 inches is your arrow length? My carbon arrows carbon? are 29 carbon to carbon. Okay. Yours is 29. Mine are 28 and an eighth. Right. Car carbon. Um, so yeah, that's you probably, cut your arrows short so you're looking speed. at probably 32 in the front. Um, no, because well, they're not the arrows are not completely out in front of you. Okay. Like my fletchings are actually behind the string when the bow's at rest. Okay, so that's what I'm saying. I think it's only probably like 18 inches out in front. So technically, oh, I'm just I'm just trying to give people an idea, a visualization, so that way, um, when you look at it, if you're going to shoot like an ASA, you're automatically still in the freestyle range anyways because of that. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. It, it's, it puts you out of the 12-inch range unless you do some nifty shit like Aaron Snyder did. Like if everyone goes to Kafaro's website or uh, YouTube channel, Aaron's actually mm -hmm. using an eight-arrow quivalizer, which I think is insane. Jesus. And he's added extra weight to it and all this crazy shit. He has actually taken the carbon rod heated the end, remove the end piece that's glued on so you can attach it to your bow. And he's cut six inches off of his to shorten his and bring his arrows back further. So, I mean, I mean, you could probably do something like that where, you know, you get it to the 12-inch max length, but the only problem is yeah. the 12-inch max length, you know, because of the rules, you're probably going to have to be 12 inches to the front of the hood of the quivalizer. Mm -hmm. So I don't know how overall that would shorten a lot of stuff. Yeah, because I, I do know um, it doesn't matter if you bought a 12-inch bar and you you have three weight, you know, all, all the weights in the front. If that thing's over 12 inches, you're, you know. Well, you're a 12-inch bar, if you put any weight on it, you disqualify yourself. If you have a quick disconnect yeah. on a 12-inch, you disqualify yourself, yeah. you know. So, I mean, realistically, if you're going to try and stay in legal, legal-wise. Mm-hmm. You know, stay, you, you put a you, 10 on. You're talking, yeah, maybe. putting a 10 and most likely to even god forbid you use a 10 and a quick disconnect even like a short one like the uh the cbe's that i've been running which yeah. are fantastic you know they're 14.99 they're cheap they're 
fucking awesome. Even you're with that, maybe two inch, two two ounces in the front. No, you most likely, yeah. If if you do standard steel weights, you mm-hmm. most likely just to use your brain, you'd have to go on eBay or one of them and go tungsten, just so you can use the same thickness weight and I'll get the three ounces instead of the one ounce in its place. Yep. You know what I mean? But yeah, it it's really really cool. Like I haven't added any weight to the end of the quivalizer, just the arrows itself. When the arrow when when it's loaded with all five. The pin doesn't move. It just wants to stay there. Yeah. Now, I also do have the UltraView grip, which I said in the last podcast I, yeah. that I had. Um, I, did have to, I did have to shave off all the knock-on emblems that are on the face of it because even though they say it adds grip, it really doesn't add enough. And as soon as <laughs> I started shooting it more and more and more, my Brillo hands from being a mechanic and calloused all up I was pretty much rounding all of those knock-on emblems off of it. So it is still on my bow, but I have added a three-quarter inch wide piece of uh, grip tape to it. Cool. So I I do still like the grip angle of the knock-on UltraView add-on grip, which is fantastic. So, but like I said, immediately with my leathery sandpaper fucking hands, I was rubbing the knock-on emblems off of it. So I said, screw it. Let me beat it to the punch. Took a file, nicely filed them all flat, mm-hmm. added a piece of grip tape, solved that problem. Um, but back to the Quivalizer. The, the fact of the Quivalizer that you can turn it, it has its own quick disconnect, but it, it mm-hmm. slides into its disconnect where it's still completely able to be turned, and then you lock it down. Yeah. So it's a very cool-looking quick disconnect. So I took a silver Sharpie, because, you know, first couple times you pull it back, and I still notice my bow because of the, the kingpin still wants to yeah. go to the right. Anyone who owns a kingpin knows it's because that thing's built like a fucking brick shithouse, and you can throw your bow down fucking ravine, and your limbs are going to break. And be like, oh, look, my, my fucking kingpin's still good. Cool. It never moved. Yeah, it never moved. It's, it's built like a fucking <laughs> tank. But I was able to actually turn the Quivalizer slightly on an angle, which I mean, right now they're probably because like you see some guys like oh they they hug the Quivalizer real close to the to the uh, to the riser into the limbs. Mm-hmm. I don't care about that shit. So I was actually able to put mine on like a 30, 30 maybe forty degree angle, pull back, mm-hmm. and my fucking level goes dead center every single nice. time. So I was like, all right, sure. cool, this is great. Let me get all five arrows off. Let let's see if it changed. Now it really didn't make a difference. Maybe with yep. it on the last arrow, I have to just nudge it over a tiny bit or it's just touching the right side line like it was wanting to tilt. Mm-hmm. But other than that, it was, it was really, really cool. Oh, yeah. And the other thing, I mean, obviously, like I said, now I've kind of everyone has heard me say a thousand times that I use carnivores, but now I'm adding weight to the carnivores. But, you know, before it was like okay. speed, 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 speed. Now, now it's going to be speed, like speed. I'm, I'm fucking old, you know. Let's build some arrows that are going to do somewhere between 280, 290. And we found that with me being at like, you know, 72 pounds or whatever it is on my bow, I was able to go 125 grain heads. That the 125 grain heads actually only brought it down to like 298 feet per second on the uh, car. Uh, what's your overall grain weight? Oh, damn it. 458, I think, right damn. now. So, Damn, my, yeah, my, and I'm, my, I'm doing like 280, 288 feet per second, I think, right now. Yeah, mine, my, my last, when I chronoed it this weekend, I was 284 with 413 grains. Yeah, but you, you're running target stuff. Yeah. And VTAC 25s are light as shit. I mean, I still have my VTAC 23s here. They're, they're, they had to have 150 grains on heads on it. Oh, with yeah, my perform to. to get 280, like six or something, or two hundred. No, what was I at 282, something like that? Whatever. But you know, it had to go 150 grain heads to slow them down because those arrow shafts are so damn light. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's really, really cool. You know, it's it's definitely a different feel. Good. The fact that you could take it off and put it on the side of the bow like a regular quiver. And like wander around with it is a really cool yeah, feature. When of it. Yeah, when you're walking through the woods or yeah, you know, yeah, like for you it's perfect because you know I've been to your, some of your ranges and you need that you know clutch that bitch. I'm going through these fucking bushes. Yeah, yeah, you've been through the trees and stuff <laughs> with me at like kiwi and shit. <laughs> so it's like yeah, 
<laughs> me, I'm sitting there going, fuck, 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 fuck. Yeah, well, you're yeah, rocking <laughs> that. In your case, now, you'd be able to like, boop, I don't even have a belt on. I just got it on. Da, da, da. <laughs> yeah, that's it. So right now, like the biggest thing I have left to do when it comes to having the equivalizer, like when I first set it up on the bow, I did just did the normal thing for me. I've been running my stabilizers in the bottom hole on the PSC because anyone who's shot a PSC in the last five years knows we the hunting bows have a standard location stabilizer hole and then there's the low one. And I think they've been doing that since the start of the NXTs in like, what, 2019. And um, I think they did that so that way we, we had a variation of where we, you know, because some people like it adds different weight profiles depending on where you put that. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Stabilizer in. Absolutely. It, because you know, it turns like a 12 inch a, stabilizer into a 15. 100 percent. Yeah. You know, easily. Um, but, you know, it and anyone who wants to cheat at fucking ASA, take your 10 inch stabilizer and throw it in the bottom and it turns into, <laughs> into like a 14 all by itself. <laughs> um <laughs> You know, but no, it's 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 um it's a cool feature, and I've liked it ever since. Cause like I I don't like running down angle quick disconnects. I can never, yeah. even as gear oriented well, as I am, I for some reason I always have the need to want to tilt it. But I was also probably because I didn't have a sidebar, so I was actually using the downgrade as a front mm -hmm. end to tilt the bow to the left to overcompensate for the kingpin. Yeah, and then you gave me that ten degree that you had, and I'm running that. And right, yeah, I gave you, you the ten that degree that I bought. Angled perfect, that you're done. Yeah, as soon as you so. get it angled where you need it to be, and it stays there, you're good to go. But uh, I don't know something for me about, but being able to just keep the stabilizer straight and go from the standard one to the bottom one, it was like me slapping a ten degree on the damn thing, and it just doing it by itself. <laughs> the bow is shooting really, really good. I do still need to get a new set of strings for it. I've just been slacking and we've been so damn busy and you know, our neighborhood's very active you know we did our neighborhood halloween thing for the kids last night which i was telling you about on the phone before yeah which is really really cool but yeah it's i'm trying to decide too because like the way it's set up right now i want to leave it as my hunting setup i like having the 2x lens in it i may well, decide to get a higher quality 2x lens like go with the premium mm -hmm. version or one of those new ones that have the fancy like orange tint for clarity shit. I'll tell you one thing in woods, sometimes those orange clarity, I mean, the amber, they call the it ambers. ambers. Right. <clears throat> um, I know a couple of guys that run those during tournaments because depending on where they go, it's like, okay, we're in a heavily wooded area. We run this motherfucker. Right. So no matter what the light is, I'm still seeing clearly. Right, right. Yeah. So that's so. what I've been contemplating that of, you know, getting you know uh another 2x like i said either like an amber lens or or something like that just to just to try some more stuff out i'm probably gonna end up buying another 4x just to throw in it for while we're at you know doing 3d events down here mm -hmm. just for fun because i'm already disqualifying any setup i use because my smallest stabilizer is a 12 so i'm already disqualified from fucking everything mm -hmm. So I have well, to run freestyle setup, open class. You can class. just go up against my ass. Right. No, no, no. I'm saying, but the, I'm no, already in that range where yeah, I have a sliding. Disqualified. Right. I have a sliding. You just, you know, you just have single to make sure your speed's right. Right. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm over on speed. But, <laughs> so if you're good for club shoots, you just can't compete. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, actually, if I really want to, I, I, can, I can bump the weight on these arrows up even higher. And mm -hmm. I can get it to where she would be legal. For me to do it because you know like i said i'm already running a magnifier i'm already running a stabilizer it's too long and you you're a single pin so you're and i'm a single there. pin slider i'm not using you know a multi-pin i mean granted i do have a multi-pin on the inertia but if i try to enter anything with the inertia it's gonna be like oh sweet cool you run a 440 grain arrow for your hunting class bow oh what's yours 507 and then unfortunately don't take this the wrong way but you <laughs> yeah i'll shoot the inertia at the end of the day Fuck that inertia. Yeah, 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 yeah. My yeah, yeah. arm is fucking killing me. Yeah, yeah. I've gotten to that also now. I've actually, you know, like I've been saying, I've been contemplating actually selling it now. I'm, I'm, I'm over the original thing that I had with the Evolve cam on a hunting bike. Mm -hmm. So, you know, don't get me wrong. All the new ones now with the E2s and S2s and fucking whatever version 2s. The M2 is the newest one on the, uh, that they came out with. Yeah, on the Duo, yes. Yep. No, but like the hunting bike. It's bows, on the so, Omen 2. Is it? Okay. Yep. Like I shot the Omen. Omen's great. I mean, <clears throat> it is a fast, fast <clears throat> bow. It's just you know, it, it shoots it's good. It's fast. Yeah, but it's it's, it's not comfortable. It's really not like, and that's the thing I've realized now too is like, 
I can shoot my inertia and it's aggressive and everything like that. And don't get me wrong. The EVL is no fucking slouch. It's not. It still wants to take the string away from you and all mm-hmm. of that shit. Whereas the inertia is like, ah, the string's mine, bitch. <laughs> and it tries well, to do it like, all the time. That's like I was talking to a couple of the guys at the at my range and, you know, a couple, you know, the guys who have to shoot the lower pound weights, weight bows. Right. Because they can't pull it back anymore because they're, you know, the older. Right. You know, they're contemplating and switching to from their target bow to an omen just so they can get that speed compensation that they lost from having to be, you know, not oh, having yeah. the poundage that, you know, most people are, so that way they can be back in that compete area. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, <clears> they can still like, get the 50 pound and be like, Haha, I'm still shooting as fast as your 60, fucker. Oh, oh no, they'll probably be faster. Yeah. I'll tell you right now, oh, like, yeah. the, compared no, to EBL fast. to the Omen, the Omen would smoke my bow in a heartbeat with no problems. Mm-hmm. Even if I would put fast limp. mods on the EVL compared to standard mods on the Omen, the Omen would bitch slap my bow out of the fucking room. But it's just like, you know, I like the axle to axle length. It's 30 inches. It's a speed monster. Like, mm-hmm. even when we shot my arrows that I'm already shooting through it, I'm like, yep, it is significantly faster than my 32. For sure. They were like, and then it was the butt and that's the weird part now. I'm finally getting that in my head at almost 45 years old of, but do I see myself shooting this all day long? And the answer is no, I don't. No. 70 pounds ain't the problem. I can shoot 70 pounds all day long in EVL now, especially now that I got all the, the, the right therapies and exercises going for my shoulders and shit like that. I went out in the backyard the other day and was like, I let off 120 hours. And I was like, how am I not in pain? Normally, I'd be like, fuck, my left arm's fucked. It's the, is it the evolve cam or just the what? No, 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 no. It's it's just, I'm, I've been doing all the right stuff now, but yeah. like the next day, I went out in the backyard and I took the inertia out there just to see. Like I felt really good yesterday shooting the EVO. Let me let me try to shoot the inertia today. Now, after like thirty arrows, I was like, I was sore as can be, and they're the same weight. I have both bows set at seventy two pounds right now. So it's probably cam roll and. Just yeah, the, it's that the cam of the that bows. dump. If you slouch off ever so slightly, like I said, it, especially with the inertia, the the, the EVL want, it does want to take the string away from you if you're sloppy. It does, but it's not like this hard jump. Whereas mm-hmm. the inertia is just like, hey, strings mine, fucker, <laughs> you know. And it will <laughs> try to t- literally, it will literally try to take the release out of your hand. I don't know, man. It's just I, I guess I'm finally getting it in my head, like you know. The EVL is not enough of a slouch of a bow where I know I can get lazy behind the shot. Okay. Whereas me still trying to be aggressive shooting the inertia at like how I would shoot the EVL is nowhere near aggressive enough to contain the inertia like at all. It wants to take it from you. It's not one of those like, yeah, I'm going to hold back for 15 seconds and get my rhythm shit and blah, blah, blah. No, it's like, count to seven, bitch. You better get that arrow gone. <laughs> you know? I remember, like I remember shooting it. I was like, this is like. <sighs> you got to like hold your breath. <laughs> that's, and that's what I never noticed it before. I really never noticed until I started paying attention to shit. And it was like other shit that people advised me. And Angel was one of them, too, that was like, mm-hmm. you need to pay attention to certain things. You know? And he, I mean, even the podcast we did with Angel and he went over all of the stuff with us and me having side conversations with him of like, yeah, you need to pay attention to certain things. Like, you know, I know you do the whole breathing thing and like, you ever watch yourself in videos of you shooting inertia? Nah. He's like, you don't breathe. Ah, come on. Whatever. (laughs) And I really looked at it and I started shooting and I realized that it's like you pull back and you hear the... (gasps) oh shit you know (laughs) you know you're like holding your breath for dear life like all right i know if i let my my chest slightly collapse this bow is going to turn me into a bitch and just take the string and fucking everything away from me and it's i'm like i'm too old for this shit you know i don't know man it's weird like i i do if i had the money right now i'd go buy the omen but am i going to be in the same predicament where I just want to shoot the EVL all day long. Like if I had the opportunity to have an EVL 34 in 60 pounds, I would probably set an EVL 34 up as a 3D bow and leave the 
the EVL 32 as the hunting rig and never change anything on it and all that other shit, you know, it's very, very like eye opening when you start to realize this kind of causes some pain. (laughs) What the fuck? The pain. The pain's coming. Fuck, I'm getting old. Shit. You know, it's no longer called the inertia. It's the pain. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have a guy at work who's contemplating. He wants to, he wants to try and shoot. He's like, oh, like a fast bow. All right, cool. All right. Sure. What did he tell me? My arrow, he told me the amount that his arrows weigh. And he's like, yeah, I'm doing like 296. And I'm like, I'm like, really? It's like, yeah, why? His arrow's like 410 grains. I'm like, oh, cool. 296. Cool. Nice. Want to borrow my inertia? (laughs) It'll slap them bitches at like 320. (laughs) You know? You know, it, it, oh, let's see. What is the other thing I've got now? Oh, that's right. I got the Arizona Easy Fletch that uh, oh, yeah. is popular on Elk Shape and uh, Podium Archer and all of that. That is, is uh, mm-hmm. that is needless to say, an extremely aggressive helical left. No, oh, yeah. I think from what I understand, from the way it's written up, it is a six degree on two and a half inches. <laughs> These arrows spin like you wouldn't believe. Like, you know, I can get 60 yards in the backyard. I think and, I got a, little, a five, five and a half. Yeah, no, these, these things have a gnarly so, twist, you know. They're, they're as, as twisted as I can get mine. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much what this thing does, but it does it with a tiny two and a half. So I have a, a, several of my carnivores set up with a two and a quarter inch boning X, mm-hmm. uh, boning X3 veins. So, which are normally yeah. like really, really stiff. So I was like, I'll be shocked if these damn things stick. Actually... I switched veins. I fucking forgot about that. Oh, yeah, you did. That's right. I went to the QTI, uh, Q2Is. Yes, Q2Is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those fucking things were stiff compared to the freaking X veins I was running. Yeah, I, but, uh, that's why I wanted to try these. Like, I was running the X veins before, which I always liked. I think the X veins are a fantastic. And everyone's like, oh, you got to try the X3s. They're a lot stiffer. Because that was my, always my one complaint about the X veins. They are soft. They're, like, very soft. And uh, I was like, all right, so I bought these X3s, and I was running the heat veins on all my hunting arrows and shit like that, and I figured, mm-hmm. screw it. I'm going to try the X veins, uh, the X3 veins on the hunting arrows, and they're fantastic. I mean, the, the arrows have been flying really good. They like the, they definitely like the extra weight on the nose. Mm-hmm. I've already broken two carnivores, I think, in the last, like, week or so. I wouldn't know the last time I broke an arrow because I don't shoot at them anymore because... One pin knocks and number two just don't feel like fucking redoing shit every fucking time. Oh yeah, I don't blame like, you. Oh shit, been another pin. Fuck. Yeah, but see, I, I was shooting at you know the same spot for a while because I had such a lack of confidence in how I was shooting lately, and it ends up being this fucking arrow rest was throwing my arrows wherever it felt like it, you know. And now I got the. the... Uh, it's gonna go here. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, I was always off. It's gonna go there, you know. And it wasn't. It wasn't horrible, you know. Not like thirty, forty yards. It was like an inch difference or something like that. Okay. It was bad. And then you know, like, I'm like, okay, I got the Trinity. Let me get everything all set up. New arrow weight. Let me put the um, uh, the the, the tape piece on the on the kingpin. This way, I can see which tape I'm supposed to be on with the new arrow weight. Because mm-hmm. I like the way everything's flying, <laughs> and I'm gonna keep this setup cool. And then I'm like at forty, and I'm like. You know, you let the, sh- the first shot off, like, all right, cool, sweet. I'm in the ring. Night. All right, let the second shot off, and you hear the bang. And I'm like, huh, weird. Let the third shot off. And I smash the first two arrows. I'm like, oh, nope, we're done. <laughs> we are done. We'll go out there, and I'm like, okay, check them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I raped a, a knock off one arrow, and the other arrow was missing a fletch. I'm like, okay, cool. 40's good. Hmm. You know. Let me go cross angle on the backyard and do the 60 to make sure that the, the sight tape that the system tells me to put on is right. Because, you know, sometimes when you go heavier front of arrows and you'll get like 30 to 50 is fine. And when you get to 60, 70 and 80, it's yeah. way off. Yeah. Now, 60, I've dropped the first one right in. I'm like, cool. Looking through my binoculars. I'm like, all right, cool. Good. Let the second arrow off. And I heard it hit it. I'm like, nope, not shooting again. Nope. Mm-mm. I am down two arrows today, not going for <laughs> fucking number four and five. So, you know, it's, 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 it's strange how, you know, yeah. everyone says that, you know, something, people always complain, especially with Hamsky stuff. Hamsky stuff is pricey. And it is. Yeah. It really is. Oh, and it is. But it's, it's it, I've, I find I, I have the Trinity as, as well, but I also get that damper kit for it. 
immediately because I knew as soon, you know, when I finally got around to it, it that that it was out. Hindsight being what it is, I should have just said fuck it and just bought the epsilon and oh, yeah. pretty much you got the same fucking thing. Right, right, exactly. But in a in a lighter know, setup too, it the epsilon's lighter right. than the Trinity. But but it is what it is, and I fucking love my Trinity. Yeah, yeah, it's know? great, and it just it just drops, drops. I haven't had problems with it, so yeah, yeah, that's for sure. I mean, it, it's it's so I don't know if, if it would sound like an asshole comment, but it like having that stupid IRS. It's built so good, it's almost confidence expire, confidence inspiring. I almost said it, expiring, inspiring. Mm-hmm. Because you watch your arrows and you're like, I put something, you know, I put a new piece on my bow. Cool. You know, blah, blah, blah. You know, you're all hyped up about the fucking new thing you bought. And then you realize, okay, I had a hundred dollar arrow rest on my bow. And, you know, sure. Now I have a $250 arrow rest, but it's more high tech, more involved, blah, 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 all that good shit. And then you realize you're breaking arrows. You're like, hmm. Smash, smash, smash. Was my old arrow rest that big of a piece of shit? (laughs) i don't know all right all right so what else we got so that's all the words on your clubs up there no i know they're starting to get they're starting to get ready to release the 2023 schedule which i'm looking forward to next year yeah we're we're really close to ours we already got our dates for the two qualifiers we're hosting nice so we got two qualifiers this year so that's that's really good for us I think so. We're we're stoked. We're stoked. Like, yes. I'm sure, absolutely. I mean, your club's been doing a lot of stuff when it comes to you know getting involved. Oh, yeah, everyone's in the ev- qualifiers and stuff. Oh, everyone's everyone loving the the direction of the club, the way it's been going. You know, we're hoping. You know, we're, we we we're near the end of the year now, so it's like okay, what's in the funds? Okay, let's take care of this, this, and this, mm-hmm. and hopefully, once when the new membership drive comes through. That's when we'll start um, replacing all the field targets out in the on the main practice field mm-hmm. from the Reinhardt walls and foam blocks that we have there that are just getting shot to shit and expensive as fuck to repair right and keep maintain. We're gonna switch them over to uh, the big four by four bulldog targets right so that way they're easy to repair. It makes it easier for you know, especially our older members, to be able to pull the arrows out, so that way they're not going. I was on the phone. You know, we're going to try to get them all get, build it eighty yarder, so we literally go from the only skip will be from eighty to hundred. Right. Other than that, it's eighty, seventy, sixty, fifty, forty, thirty, and twenty and a ten. Right. So that way, you know, we get all that out there now, and then hopefully, if we if the if funds keep coming in the way we are, between shoots and obviously the next year's membership re up. We're also going to hopefully start doing the same thing for the field targets that we keep locked up for members only and for when we have field shoots. Okay. Because that's that really thin, hard stack foam that when you rifle in that stuff, it's hard to pull out. Oh, yeah, yeah. That I remember. So we want to, we're trying to make it, we're trying to, we're trying to make overall the whole part situation at the range just that much easier for us to keep up and, you know, for the enjoyment of, you know the members, right? Well, I mean, so the only problem, the only problem we had this week, recently, we usually keep about fifteen, yeah, about fifteen, twelve to fifteen target three D animals out in our field, on our three uh, D range, mm. and dumb, dumb, dumb us. We should, you know go, you know it's for members only, but you know we still have idiots that go out there and they're not members and then shooting the shit out of them with broadheads. Oh Jesus! And we're like eh, maybe from now on we'll pull them out during hunting season because these fucking assholes because it's so oh, yeah. private back there we can't catch them right right so once when they go back there it's like oh, there's no way of us being able to see if they're using broadheads or not okay okay well i mean that, that's understandable i mean you have people that won't follow the rules no matter what you do no which is bad hmm. yeah. well we already busted a couple of people and they you know they they got a warning and they're told that they caught with if you never the broadheads in your case you're trespassed yeah, well, I don't blame From you. the park, not me. <laughs> no, I absolutely don't blame you. I mean, you're trying to do something good for the entire, you know, members and even the community because you guys do have lanes that are non-member lanes. And for people to come out there and disobey the rules and stuff like that and try to ruin the tar- – well, I, 
I don't know if they're, you know, intentionally ruining and, targets, but they are. Yep. And they don't give a damn. Right. Exactly. They don't. They don't. That's it was just sad. So it is what it is. So we do what we can. They combat yeah. that. Yeah, but we are looking forward to. The, I am really looking forward to this next uh, 3D season here. You know, another year of ASAs. Oh yeah. Got to. And that's what place you know, again. That's where. Oh, this time I didn't know. This time I'm going for that buckle. There you go. I'm mean, go to as many as many ASA shoots I can this year for once instead of just the two we hosted last year. That's the only time I got a chance to go to any. Okay. And because things have just been were so crazy. But now I think I got my setup just right. I'm not going to change anything. Um, go in there and just try to play the game. That's all. Yeah. Even me, I'm like, even this year, I'm thinking about a lot of this stuff with, because uh, I'm, you know, in this area, I mainly go to like certain places. I've been to Kiwi, I've been to Tab and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And this is not to knock them. Everyone knows I love Kiwi and I love Tab. The guys at both places are fantastic. But this year, I got to make it to um, the North Carolina one. Because, like, even when you were here, it just happens that every time you're here, it's a Western Carolina shoot. Well, we also plan, a, I, I give you a month that I'm going to look at taking time off. And no, go, I know, no, no. It just, <laughs> my, my point, it just so happens that every time you're here, schedule? it's not just your standard, you know, South Carolina Archery Association event. But no, every time you've been here, it's pretty much been a Western Carolina event, mm-hmm. which ends up being more hills and more inclines and declines and stuff like that, which I think I, uh, you find. I'm ready this year. I'm You're ready, ready this year? year? All right. Yeah. I got <laughs> the, the range finder. Oh, that's right. You got that bomb-ass range finder. I got the baller, I I got, baller range finder. I can't say to the so bit, minute. That, 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 that Nikon you gave me, is, that Nikon you gave me is fucking pretty tits. That thing works pretty good. It does. I, I, I did I find the there is one <laughs> tweaky problem about it. What? Reflective services tend to screw with it a little bit. The what? What? Like, I, I'll purposely go, like, when I open the gate to try and shoot 80 yards while the kids are at school. I was ranging something, and I range my kids' uh, playhouse that they have, because mm-hmm. I put a target about eight feet to the right of it, so I can stay hugged up to the fence. And I'm like, all right, that's weird. And I got the yardage. I'm like, I know the yardage is wrong. And it ended up that I was trying to range off, like, the little mailbox that's on the house, and it's a very, <laughs> very shiny silver. And it was like 14 Ooh. yards off. I'm like, hmm, let me arrange the, the body of the house. And it gave me the correct yardage. I'm like, okay. So like super reflective services, screw it a little bit. I'm like, yeah. but anytime uh-huh. I hit the target bag or any of that type well, of most, shit, it's okay. Well, most of the targets we're gonna, you end up shooting in 3D or whatever aren't going to be very re- reflective. Oh, yeah. Or yeah. maybe a white fucking animal. Right, right. But I mean, hopefully by next Please season, I'll have sunlight. <laughs> yeah, by next season, I hopefully I'll have a... Uh, Either like the rangefinder you have or the newer version, one of the two. But yeah, I'm I'm but looking forward to it. It's definitely better than your Halo. Yes, fucking a, it is. Oh my <laughs> god, it is way better, way way better. But no, I, I need to get you know, like the one like you have. Or I was even thinking about the broad, trying out the broadhead one, see how that is. Well, the broadhead, um, Donnie's got a broadhead, and it's pretty damn tits. Yeah, yeah. He says, it's, he's like, I can't tell the difference between that and the full draw five. Oh, that's right. Donnie has the five, not the four. Mm-hmm. That's right. I have I the four. He has the five and the broadhead. And the broadhead. So, hey, man, who knows? I'm cheap. I might buy the broadhead. <laughs> but I'm going to definitely stick with the setup I have now. I think I'm going to be pretty much done with the rampages. Uh, they mm-hmm. shoot good and everything, but I've always just gotten better results with the yeah, carnivores. Once, once when you find that arrow that works well with the way you shoot, how you shoot, yeah, you know, go ahead, start off shooting whatever until you find that one that works. Right. Well, I just like you know me. I like but don't just sit there shit. and just go. The shop sold me this kind and said this is the best. No, no, it wasn't even the shop that did that type of shit. It it was more of me being like, well, the big thing for me was the insert. Oh yeah, no, right. No, I'm not getting them for free. Uh, when you did. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, no, I still have all the free ones here. Trust me. They're all sitting here right in front of me. All the, the victories are on the left side of my desk. All my black eagles are on the right side of my desk. And the random eastern ones that I'm... We're not going to talk about those. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't talk about them. No. Um, 
I think it had a lot more to do with me playing around with the front weight, especially like the insert, like I said before, on the carnivore is like 14 grains, whereas the insert on the rampages is like 40 something, 43, 44, something like that. Yeah. So, and now it's just like, all right, screw it. You know, I can just get the screw in weights from Black Eagle, put those on there, and now I have a setup where. They shoot good with 125 heads on them. They shoot really good with fifty uh, with 100 grain heads on it. Doesn't matter which head I have on it. These arrows mm-hmm. fly like bullets. So I'm like, all right, you know, I'm just gonna stick with what's been working good for me. I noticed for me particularly, the rampages were breaking down much faster than the carnivore. Okay. So I noticed like you know if I was shooting the carnivores, I can get a dozen to last me. I want to say a year. As long as I don't get stupid and I'm purposely trying to shatter arrows, you know, I'll get which a good is all year. the time. Yeah, which is most of the time because I'm just thick-headed. Yeah, but something. All right, yeah. The carnivores will last me like a year for a dozen, whereas the rampages, I was breaking the whole entire dozen in five to six months. And you know, I mean, granted, it also might be the shafts are obviously smaller the carnivores are yeah. in 1932 or 1964s and the carnivores are 17 and stuff like that mm-hmm. so that could probably have a lot to do with it you know it's a smaller shaft and if you hit it correctly it just breaks and stuff like that but shaft yeah it's yeah you know it's just that i'm getting a lot more durability for mm-hmm. me out of the carnivore so i'm just going to stick with carnivores from now on and be done with that type of shit mm-hmm. like i've been asked too like you know even for 3D season will i think about because there was rumors of a 21 shaft coming out from what Black the Eagle. Fuck? Yeah, from Black Eagle for the guys in the Hunter class and stuff like that. So they can go to, instead of having to shoot the aluminum, like 2117s or like those series arrows, that there was a thing that the, that there may be a set of 21s coming out. Will I switch to that? And I'm like, no, no, I'm not setting my, even though, yes, I have the kingpin and all that bullshit and I have the removable wheel that I could set up multiple When arrows. it comes to 3D, why would you go to a small? I don't understand people who. No, no, larger. Go I shoot a 19. Really small diameter arrows. No, yeah, but for hunting guys, they, there's, most hunting class guys will shoot their hunting series arrows, which are like normally 19s. Okay. So they're saying, you know, that the hunter guy, a lot of the hunter guys might jump up to the 21s if they get released. Okay. Like I said, this is a rumor. I'm not fucking sure. This is the. the, the this is the South Carolina I'm Georgia just, guys that don't know how to shut the fuck up. I'm just curious. Right. And so I was I like, I need to switch to 27s. Yeah, yeah. Well, I know. Devin Merritt shoots 27s, which I think is insane. It's like, oh, I, and, and, I mean, it's I'm a not, fucking dowel. I mean, I got 25s, but fucking hell. He hits a fucking, he hits the paper at the range. It's like, all I hear is, sounds like a fist hitting the fucking thing. Dish. Oh, yeah, 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 exactly. Like, fucking hell. Right. You know, and, and, no, but I've been asked, what, like, you know, if they do release the 21s and it's allowed for Hunter or whatever, would I switch up to the 21s? And I'm like, no, I, I don't want to have to change my, you know, my dials on my bow all the damn time. None of that crap. I'm just going to set my bow up to run my setup. I'm going to finalize. Am I going to run 100 grain heads or 125 grain heads? I'm going to get my stabilizer where I want mm-hmm. it to be. All of that nifty shit. And I'm putting one tape on the bitch, and I'm just going to run that setup until I'm done running that setup, period. But it changed too much. Yeah, yeah. So if I'm running 25s, I'll be running 25s until they go, well, we're no longer allowing those be legal anymore. We're going to be 23 and under, but no, fuck. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's I me. Mean, I, I did that with the Black Eagle stuff. I mean, mm. I have the 23s. I, oh, right. Yeah, I had PS23s, I had Challengers, and I have PS26s. Yeah, I had the 23s for a while. Shot those for a season, right? And then when I when I was ready to get another set, that's when I discovered the VTAC twenty five and switched to those, and never been happier since. Oh yeah, they, they're fantastic <laughs> arrows, that's for sure. I mean, the twenty threes I have here are great, and it on it, and then that's that's what I other thing I joke around with people just because of the speed that I shoot. If I were to shoot a twenty three shaft out of the uh, EBL for mm-hmm. um tournament or whatever like 3d yeah. i would purposely use my vtac 23s because they're they're, they're well, their spine is great they're what, mm-hmm. 280 spine so they're over well no 270 spine so i can read the yeah. sticker from here you know so their spine is good 150 grain points it's still only like i believe i think that arrow is 413 grains even with the freaking 150 in the nose of it 
So yeah, because you're longer than me. So right, right. Yeah. Well, so, I always leave no. my my force of habit is leaving my arrow slightly longer because I want the broadhead just in front of my finger because yeah. I have a habit of like putting my index finger on the top of the shelf like a stupid ass. Yeah, which, I made mine purposely as short as possible with as much weight on the front. Right. My my PS twenty sixes and stuff like that that were in the um that I was shooting out of the perform are an inch shorter than my hunting arrows. Okay. Like an inch or an inch and a quarter shorter. Because I could stand them up side by side and you could see they're like this. Like they're, they're <laughs> staggered. But uh, yeah, no, I'm just since I'm just going to do the hunting style stuff here, I'm just going to stick with what I do and just go out there, have fun and shit like that. And, but this year I do. I want to get to the other places. I want to get out to uh, Hendersonville up there to the, the, the Blue Ridge hunting place and, and the Western Carolina shoots because they're more hilly. You also got to come back down here. Yes, got to come back down to Florida. Gotta, hopefully there's a lot of plans this upcoming year with the way things are going. You know? Yeah, I don't know what's going on with us and, you know, it's one of those things. So I'm hoping you come down this year. Yeah, you know, well, right now, I mean, this economy is crazy. You hear one thing of they're like, oh, the economy's doing great. And I work in the shipping industry. No, it's not. It's not doing good. When you find out companies like UPS, FedEx, and the other big companies are parking trucks for no use, there's a fucking problem. All right, so what else, what else do we got here? Uh, what are your thoughts? Because I haven't shot one yet, but I will be shooting one as soon as Joe gets his. He's getting a 38. The duo, the dominator duo. What are your th- initial thoughts on what we've seen, how it looks, you know? All right. my Because obviously I'm a PSE. We're pretty much both PSE guys. Yes. Don't get me wrong. You know, not trying to be, you know, I would love to have this bow. Can't afford it, but I would love to have it. Neither can I. <laughs> you know what, I mean? what do I think of it? I think it's I think a technology it's that up. should have never fucking went away. Period. They yeah, had this of- fucking thing. They had this, you know, one bow for righty and lefty before. They had this shit before. And then mm-hmm. they went back to the. Independent rights and independent left and ba 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 ba. Fuck that. There was no reason to fucking switch. And I think every company should honestly do that. That has a shoot through riser. I really do. I think Hoyt yeah, you jump no on the bandwagon of this style shit. I think fucking uh, who else is doing well, shoot through risers? You also got to look at it Dark- at, at a, co- a, a cost effective thing, especially in the way the con- economy is now. Not to get in, into it, but right. you're only making one bow. Right, right. You're not look, making look. two. That's you're exactly what I'm saying. And because of the the difference between right and left-handed shooters, Mm -hmm. you're making probably 20 to 30 for every one left. Right, right. So it's not even worth worth machining the left-handed. No, no, I I totally agree with you, yeah. To have to set up machines and CNC machines to do two different bows Mm -hmm. where half the time, and it's horrible to say it, the left-handed bows may not sell because of the, the difference of right-handed to left-handed people. It is literally, in studies, nine to one. For every 10 people, there is one left-handed person on the norm. Yeah. So, and half the time, you know, you'll see a bunch of the stats and shit like that. There's leftover bows that are left-handed that are still not sold. And I, and I didn't even know about this until recently. Like, some uh, Devin pointed this out in one of his videos because Devin bought mm-hmm. a old old new stock bow from prime basically a bow that prime had built that was never sold and never used and prime has it on their website of hey here you know, there's synergies on there and like all this crazy shit he bought like a a 39 inch one of their their dual cam nifty fucking psycho yeah. prime bows i think he got it for like 400 bucks brand new never used and this is a bow that sold for like probably like 15 1600 back when it was new but yeah, no, like with shoot through riser wise, especially target, the losing market, from what I understand, is pretty relative that the left-handed bows may not sell because they're, or, or, and it has to do with several things. It's like they go to a pro shop, nobody has one, they don't buy it, they keep their old shit, so they don't bother mm-hmm. buying one. And then the company is sitting on these bows that are sitting in the fucking warehouse, not being sold because no one says they want one. You know what I mean? Yep. Where, I mean, PSE did a bow like this, the Dominator. Right? Yeah, the first Dominator was right. you oh, that's, it with. that's right. This bow is called the Dominator Duo. Right. The first Dominator was both righty and lefty. You could mm-hmm. fucking take the axles out, literally keep the can the string on the arrow on on the arrows. The string on the cams, spin around in a fucking circle, slap them bitches back in, unbolt the slide guard, put it back on the other side of the damn bow. Boop. Fucking bow's left hand. Tits. Cool. You know, 
One bow for all. Now you ain't got to set up CNC machines for two different fucking setups and all this other stupid shit. Yep. yep. And I do. I think that's a really cool thing to have. Uh, what's the name of the, they're calling it? Fuck, I forgot to look, look it up before we did this. That whole new clip. Um, fucking new shims. The, the shims. The spacer shims. It's about time you know, PSC got on the snap-on shims. You know, that makes t- bow tuning a lot easier for the simple man. Right, right. Yeah, you should still have looked at through a bow shop or a bow tech, but, you know, it makes figuring that spacing out and not having to fucking take the whole thing apart and then put right. it back together is going to save bow shop, bow techs a hell of a lot more time. Oh, yeah, for old sure. Standard shimming, the old standard ship shimming process. Oh, yeah. No, I think it's fantastic. And and the good part is it's not like as you're moving them, the set measurement mm-hmm. on the axle is the same. So even yeah. if you're doing like a 39, oh, not 39, what the fuck ever. If you got a 10 and a 20, you could flop them 10, 20. They got them in like fives and all sorts of crazy shit. Mm-hmm. But no matter what, they have to equal the same exact number. So when you add yeah. both numbers together, it's supposed to be the exact same spacing as you're shifting. But mm-hmm. the little tool you like snap onto it and you can pop the shim out and quickly change it, move it over, pop, pop the other side out, put it on. And it's like two minutes, you're done. Whereas before, anyone who's ever shimmed a fucking PSE, Every time may take a half hour because yeah. you got to pull the axle and move the shims and God forbid you drop one. You're on the fucking floor trying to find the goddamn things. <laughs> you know, I've done it before. No. And so I was like, I've, I haven't assembled my own PSE in mm, six or seven years. Nah, I ain't fucking with them little shims again ever. No. <laughs> with this new stuff, forget it. I would be all over that shit in a heartbeat. And they comes with, you know, you buy the shim kit. It's kind of how, like how yeah. Matthews sells their, their shim kit for their bows, the top hat system. Yeah. It comes with the tool. People are saying, oh, you have to put it in the bow press. And here's another person saying, nah, they pop right the fuck off. You put the tool on. You see them, like, literally hold the tool, put their thumb on the limb, and boop, pops right out. Yeah. And then you see what number you have. Okay, you're going to change it. You need it to go farther to the right. You put the smaller number in, and you put the exact opposite number on the other side. And I'm like, wow, it's that simple. It's like, Jesus. You know, but everyone else has been doing, especially as of recent, has been doing like a snap-on style shim. Yep. And the beefier roller guard looks nicer too. Yes, the new roller guard looks really, really good too. That's adjustable also. Yeah. I really do like a lot of the new setup stuff. Hopefully all of this stuff translates down to the hunting series bows because you see the Carbon Mach 34 already has the new shim system with the new axles. Yeah, it's, 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 I guarantee it's going to eventually hit at least the new, whatever the next EVL or whatever they're going to do. Oh, yeah. Well, my, uh, my, my curiosity is one thing, though, that I did see because I haven't seen anyone confirm it yet, and I really, I have buddies that are PSC dealers, and I really should have just fucking picked at their brain. I just don't want to bother anyone. Is the axle size, because people are saying the new axle is not a quarter of an inch, because there's no more Eclipse on the end. It, it's it, Basically, the axle is a Chicago bolt, if anyone's ever seen that. It's yeah, a two it's, that it's you bolted thread, in bolts and into. done. Right. You know, it's one of those. So, and people are like, oh, but the, the PSC went back to three sixteenths. Why the fuck would they do that? Like, it doesn't make any sense to me that PSC would go back down to a 316th axle when or everyone in the last 20 years that's had a bow, 316th axles bend, and the quarter inch has mm-hmm. fixed that problem. So it doesn't make any sense to me that they would go back down, but some people are like, oh, it's a 316th, and no one wants to actually say if it's a quarter inch or not. I mean, because you know damn well if it's a quarter of an inch, guys like me are going to be like, I want the new axles and I want the new shims. And I'm going to shove them in the EVL and fuck these Eclipse. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, it, it's That's just, probably what it is. I lost the one already. I lost shit. one a couple of weeks ago, which drove me nuts. I was like, I, heard, I, I let the shot off and I heard ting. I'm like, what the fuck is that sound? And I'm, of course, me, you know, I'm like, I don't inspect the bow. Okay, all right. You know, you do the tap on the mods. All right, no, no, that mod's tight. I check the top one. And I happen to look and the axle shaft is staring me right in the fucking face. Like, oh, look, no Eclipse. Son of a bitch. Thank God I got these fucking things at work because we use them in the machines. You know, I'm like, great. That's the first time I lost an Eclipse in, I don't know, five, six years on one of my bows. And I'm just like, all right, cool, whatever. I found the problem. No shooting for the rest of the day. You know, you put the bow in the case, give the fucking axe a little thumb hit, make sure it's staying in place for overnight and put a new clip on it in the morning. But yeah, then the new setup is very, very cool looking. 
for sure. Shops should absolutely love the tunability of it because of just how quick they're going to be able to shift the cams left to right to get the tears out. Yeah, my curiosity now is now that they got the they have the flagship target. They have their flagship hunter, which is always the carbon bows. That's their flagships. And those have those nice little cool cool guy clip systems. Mm-hmm. How's it going to follow down on the next tiers of each of those series? You know, what's the next super? Is the super next super going to have those nice cool guy clips? Oh, you that know? is true. No, no, I wouldn't shock me that they're going to do it to you everything know? now. Because you, well, actually, oddly enough, they did. I don't think the Omen has it. No, it doesn't. You know, it's, like I said, it's just one of those. What's going to happen? I mean, they haven't. You know, we're getting closer to the first the. New Year, and that's usually by the time when they have all the new, the new news out. Yeah, but they really everyone. haven't released anything. Like my bow is from last year, my EVL. Yeah. They haven't released this year's version of the bow yet. No, for the but pro usually stuff. by between now and I'm saying January is when they have that. Usually have that. Oh wait, no, they've. Been well, I think this year. Also- I, well, I think from what I understand, a lot of the companies this year are actually going to wait until ATA to release a lot of their bows. So we'll when's see. ATA this year? January. So like January seventh. Okay, so, so, yeah. so a so lot of the companies about, right? are probably just going to wait. Some of them were and some of them weren't. So, but I think they began to realize that with them not waiting till ATA, they were killing that show. They were literally making that show not relevant anymore. <laughs> Kind of like in a video game world, since me and you are both fucking gaming, also do oh, yeah. gaming. All the companies are doing that to E3. And now E3 is irrelevant. They're all doing their own little thing and saying, fuck you. Yeah, E3 has become completely irrelevant to the gaming mm-hmm. world. I don't know. I guess we'll see. Hopefully they... Uh, I- I'm hoping it's in the pro series of the EV... Uh, the EVL. The the PSE bows. It should be. It would make sense, too. Yeah. I mean, Bowtech is like throwing that deadlock system on every single thing that they have, you know, with being able to actually move the axle shaft, which is, I think, is still one of the best systems out there. Mm-hmm. But we'll see, man. I'm, I'm, I'm really am hoping. I'm, I'm still waiting for all the rest of the jokes to come out now with the... Uh, actually, no, come to think of it, this year, the, you know, the memes in archery might be a bit light. <laughs> no, I'm serious because everyone else has, you know, right bows, le- right-handed bows, left-handed bows. I mean, last year, if you took the Hoyt bow and the PSE citation and put them side by side, it's like, someone's a copycat, you know? <laughs> Who's stealing someone's notes? Who's looking at whose homework? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, if, granted, if Hoyt decides to drop a bow that can go right-handed and left-handed, everyone's going to be like, what are you doing? We know. Yeah, because they have a shoot-through riser too, don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Invicta. Yeah, the Invicta. Yeah. The Invicta and, and the damn citation look like the same goddamn bow. <laughs> like it looked like someone just took the you know the except for they sound totally different oh my god do they ever god <laughs> that fucking hoyt harmonic <laughs> fucking going fuck <laughs> you know he just blow up his bow no 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 yeah the older ones were even worse they were so goddamn loud i was like but me and seth went to tack and that dude was shooting his hoyt tournament bow there i think it was one of the what the hell was it called the the, the proficiency no Prophecy it was the one when Hoyt, when Dudley was with Hoyt or something like that. It began with a P. Dude, it sounded like that bitch was going to blow up with every arrow he shot off. I was like, the Hoyt something I'm loose sorry. on it? <laughs> you know, walking by, we're right next to him at the target. I'm looking at his bow like, do I see anything loose? What the fuck? That, that sounded horrible. <laughs> Did his arrow just like explode midair or something? I'm like, Jesus Christ. And then you watch some of the videos of the other guys shooting. I'm going, oh my God, that's a normal sound. I wouldn't shoot next to you if my bow sounded like that. Nope, nope, you nope. Know? All right. So what else we got? Let's see. There's, <sighs> that's about... there's more topics. I know that. Oh, there's... yeah. We can hold some off until we get more information on them. Okay. Um, but we do want to do we want to make the announcement for Ainge? Yes. I sent you the text message. All right. So everyone has knows we are friends with Angel from the High Power Archery podcast. Yeah. And also people have noticed that Angel has not been podcasting. He's been kind of MIA. Yes, for quite a while. But- All right. I'm going to try and keep myself fucking composed. Um, <laughs> He's in high hopes. Just Yes. Just, yeah. Just well, leave it there. there is no way in hell that none of us are going to be rooting for what Angel's going through. So to put it blatantly honest, Angel's health has not been well, and I've always been leaving it to the side where people have heard me say, yes, you know, Angel says he's going to come back and do stuff. 
Angel did tell yep. us that it's okay to say what is going on. He wants to be his exact words to me when I when I messaged him before we started. He's like, "Tell everyone I'm doing better. I'll be back to annoy and flip out soon. Just hanging in." Yes, that's exactly it. So yes, Angel has been having health problems. He has been in and out of the hospital a couple of times. Just to put it bluntly, Angel has cancer, and he is going through. A hard time in his life, and we need everyone. If you pray, pray for Angel. Mm-hmm. Trust me, I'm not a super religious person, and I have been. I bought more, more purple shit to wear for that. Yeah, you know, and he's nice arm sleeves, yep. purple nylon for this year. You know, Angel's our buddy, and we always want to wish him best and pull through everything. So that's what's been going on with Angel. He, he's been going through a challenge, and he knows he's got every one of us in his corner hoping he pulls out of this as. Stubborn as he always been his in, in his entire life. Yeah, he's a New Yorker. He's fucking stubborn. He ain't going anywhere. Oh, <laughs> New Yorker, ex-military, and he he is stubborn through and through. And we know Angel's gonna push as hard as he can to make it through every bit of his, this challenge he's facing. But Angel, bro, we know we love you. We know you want we want you to push through, make everything, make a comeback, and uh, give everybody uh, you know. I don't know. I, see, it's hard for me to even talk about it because Angel's such an important person to, to what we do. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. You know? I know. I, I, as soon as he posted that last message on Facebook about how he's, you know, come back, he's going to try to get back as soon as he can. I, was, I immediately reached out. I was like, good to hear. Can't wait. If you need me to be on, I'm, you know, we've been talking. We have been talking about me coming back on for to talk about target archery and, you know, ASA mm-hmm. shooting and stuff like that. So. I'm ready whenever he is just waiting for that phone call. <laughs> right. Right. So and if you are, anyone happens to be listening to us for the first time and like, wow, these guys curse a lot, whatever, <laughs> but I've got no, milder. Yeah. Yeah. This, this was actually a much milder show than the last time. The, 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 the two episodes ago, I like, lost my, apparently I like went off on everything. <laughs> oh, it depends on how drunk we get. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, I'm dead sober today. Um, <laughs> You know, yeah, but yeah, recording. I think I had one beer just to get in, after that, I've been back to nothing else, right? No, I mean, I'm so like, see, as soon as we went to the angel topic, I become like lost for words. I really do. It's just a because even like when I spoke to Rich about it, everyone knows we're also buddies with Rich from the Archery Geek Outdoors podcast, you and you know, me and him had a whole like long conversation of like, how do we go? Angels are buddy, you know. I was like, no, he wouldn't want to stop. He wouldn't want to stop doing what we're doing. No, he wouldn't want us to stop it at all. And that's why I told him, I was like, keep doing your show. Angel's not going to want us to stop doing this. We're all in this shit together. Angel knows we got his back one hundred percent. He knows if he needs something, reach out to us, and we'll do it all what we can do, and this and that. Mm-hmm. And then the you know the topics of well, what if? Don't get to what if yet. Don't, Don't get that far ahead of yourself. Let, you know, let let Angel do Angel's thing. Angel is stubborn and fucking as tactical as anyone i've ever met in my damn life just let him push through he knows you know always tell him hey we're here blah 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 we got your back you know 100 percent. we want you to keep fighting we want you to keep doing what you do period yeah you know i don't know when i got the news i've spent the whole what two weeks Oh, we I was burning through listening to all the old podcasts again. Yes, so, absolutely. Damn, I forgot about that shit. Damn, yes. I forgot about that. Yeah, there's so, so his, much his, content you know, in his content's so re-listenable. You you reabsorb some material that you missed, might have missed the first time listening to. Her. Yes, there is. That is very very true. Yeah. So if anyone is new, it doesn't matter if it's art target archery target archery. Wow, see, this is what I mean. I'm losing my target fucking... archery hunting. Yeah, hunting whatever. Learning. Go check you know, out. Whatever. It doesn't matter. He, you know, he goes over a lot of good stuff. There's a lot, a lot of good material. So, yeah, definitely go out and check out uh, High Power Archery. And uh, hopefully one day we have better news for that. Yeah, maybe we'll get him back on again. Yeah, I would hope so. I would love to see him just make a comeback fucking tour of all the shows and everybody and, you know, fuck you all, you can't keep me down type of shit. You know, you know, <laughs> I would love that shit. Yeah, that's about it. That's all I have. Yeah. And we'll talk about Jack and Sharon next week. Yeah, we'll do or another next show next week and talk about that because I'm sure there's going to be a bunch more because I know a lot of the free agent shit is happening right now. And, and hopefully by then, I'll, hopefully by then, Joe will get his duo and I'll be able to shoot that bitch. Ooh, there you go. We might have some <laughs> more topics about that. Well, yeah, we'll be an inch short, but damn. <laughs> <laughs>
All right, folks. Well, that'll end this one. You know, always go out and check out the other podcast by our buddies. Like we said, you know, check out High Power Archery Podcast. Angel's got lots of awesome topics. And, of course, Archery Geek Outdoors with our buddy Rich Mm -hmm. from the U.K. and all the crazy stuff that he's going on over there. Remember, we're not sponsored. Yeah, but no sponsors. We are from Shooting Skulls. Yes, yes. So please visit the Etsy site or a website coming soon, I think so, right? Yes, the website is actually being worked on, but Stephanie is hard at work on shootingskulls.etsy.com and on her... For uh, all your paracord needs. Oh, my God. She has become the <laughs> duck call lanyard queen, bro. Oh, my gosh. It's so crazy. But, yes, if you need any paracord stuff, shot trainers, pocket quivers... Whatever you need, always go check out shootingskulls.etsy.com for Stephanie's business. And that's about all. Mm -hmm. All right, everyone, have a good night. We'll talk to you all soon.